Welcome back to Aspire Pre-Med. I hope you've all had an amazing week. I'm your host, Dr. V, and I'm excited to introduce today's episode, which is a continuation of our medical specialty series. I introduced this series in episode 20 when I spoke to you about three unique fields, pediatric liver transplant medicine, anesthesiology, and adult congenital heart disease. This episode was well-received, and since many of you may be looking into shadowing or clinical experiences, I thought it might be nice to review some more interesting fields today. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear about something that you'll be inspired to make a career out of. So let's get right to it. The first medical specialty of the episode is neuroradiology. This is a subspecialty of radiology, meaning you'd have to go through specialized fellowship training after completing radiology residency. Neuroradiology is centered around imaging of the brain and the nervous system. This requires you to be familiar with a number of different imaging modalities like CT, MRI, and so on. You may perform angiograms, which generally involves injecting a specialized contrast material so you could visualize blood vessels. This could be helpful, for example, for vascular conditions like aneurysms. You have to be familiar with and understand the pathophysiology of so many different neurological conditions, everything from a slowly growing tumor to a rapidly progressing brain bleed. Some things are very subtle and require a bit of detective work. Now, neuroradiology isn't just diagnostic, there's also interventional neuroradiology, in which you're performing a procedure on a patient using the guidance of neuroimaging. Things like treating strokes, coiling aneurysms, or embolizing tumors. It's a truly fascinating and dynamic field, and you could really help a lot of people. The next field we'll talk about helps a lot of people too, but in a different way. This field is palliative care. To become a specialist in this field, you have to complete fellowship training in hospice and palliative medicine. The cool thing about this is that there are a number of pathways that could bring you to that fellowship program. Unlike some other specialties, it could follow many different residency tracks, like internal medicine, pediatrics, emergency medicine, surgery, and so on, which is really great. I remember when I was in residency, we had someone from the pediatric palliative care team speak to us about what they do, and it really stuck with me. So often we associate palliative care with end-of-life care, which is not wrong, but it doesn't paint the whole picture. There is so much more, and really palliative care physicians are an incredible resource before end-of-life too, and in many cases should be engaged much before. The focus of this field is to help provide specialized care, address symptoms, and improve quality of life. They work in tandem with physicians who are treating the patient's underlying condition. So for example, your patient may be undergoing treatment for cancer, and while the oncologist is overseeing medical management with chemotherapy, your role as the palliative care physician may be to help alleviate debilitating symptoms that might be associated with their condition or treatment. Maybe that's pain, vomiting, fatigue, depression. The goal of the palliative care physician is to use your medical knowledge to prevent and alleviate suffering for people battling serious medical conditions. If you're drawn to medicine because you want to help people when they are at their most vulnerable, think about exploring a career in palliative care. The last field we'll talk about in this episode is rheumatology. Rheumatology is such an interesting field. 
It generally involves the diagnosis and treatment of autoimmune conditions. So much of medicine focuses on what happens when our bodies are affected by external factors, such as trauma or infectious agents. But what happens when the body turns on itself, causing a cascade of inflammation and damage when antibodies form against our own cells? You see this play out in conditions like lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, scleroderma, and different types of vasculitis to give just a few examples. Multiple organ systems can be affected, depending on the disease. Oftentimes, many of these conditions are tricky to diagnose at first because they can mimic other diseases, and the rheumatologist plays an important role in solving these diagnostic mysteries. The treatment approaches are fascinating as well, building on a nuanced understanding of how our immune systems work and what can be stopped in that inflammatory cascade. And when these treatments work, it can really improve people's quality of life. You can train in adult rheumatology after an internal medicine residency or pediatric rheumatology after a pediatric residency. Even a neonate can be affected, for example, by antibodies crossing the placenta. We can sometimes see this if there is a maternal history of lupus, for example. So having access to expertise in rheumatology is important for all stages of life. It's a fascinating field, and again, importantly, another wonderful opportunity to help people. So there you have it, three more unique medical fields to inspire you and learn about. To recap, we reviewed neuroradiology, palliative medicine, and rheumatology. If there's a medical specialty that you'd like to see profiled on Aspire Premed, send a message on Instagram at aspire.premed.podcast or over email at aspirepremed at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you check out episode 20, which is Aspire Premed's first medical specialties episode, and also episode 21, Interview with a Pediatric Intensivist, which talks about pediatric critical care and hospitalist medicine. So check it out, and hopefully these can inspire some creative ideas for shadowing and clinical experiences, and maybe even your career. I'll see you next time. And until then, have an amazing week.